1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio,
0: 630 Chad. Some guests. Not named Mark Spector received gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers now sent you. This text comes in. I know, Brendan. I'm not going through you, Bob. There we go. This text comes (laughs) in. Hey, Bob, enjoy the show. My students, you guys were talking about heroes. They know who the real heroes are. I showed them the first 25 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's tough to watch. Uh, it's all about perspective. Uh, where do we work, Mark? In the toy department of life. Yes. Sports, right? The, that's Brent Griffith's whole life. Still
1: trying not to get a real job, Bob. There we go. Also, word has it that if Speck
0: wanted a real golfer to complete a foursome, he'd ask your wife, not you.
1: Well, uh okay well that's why we we got Bob golfing with his friends so I don't have any friends you know that's, that's, that means that they're they know I want to golf with guys
0: here. that when they when they pay a thousand bucks to be in a foursome for a tournament yeah they're not concerned about winning the tournament they just want to have yeah good yeah. time and you know that it's it's a race to see who's gonna pay for the round of drinks that comes by with the cart girl right on the non or the cart guy yeah. on, on the on the holes that don't actually have booze already on there's so, lots of those so. like if you're gonna do it do it right right I'm then, all for it right and take a, take
1: a cab back at night yeah, and, I was going to say like I want to golf with a for the group that that shows up at 7:30 in the morning in the Uber Yeah like why even bring your Well vehicle? we used to do that with right. the Golden Bears uh, tournament when
0: it first started in the early 2000s yeah. with Ken Nichols and uh Jack Cookson. No and, point and, having a car there right so we'd we we we'd take a a Blue Sky limo down and Yeah out to the goose hummock, which meant that that was a solid hour-long drive and have a 7-Up or two or Bailey's and yeah. coffee and some champagne and OJ to get the day now, what started. What about
1: driving the cart, Bob, though? Isn't there... Is that legal? Uh, is there like a... Do, do the laws of the road apply to I, golf carts uh, oh, on a golf I course? I think it depends on... The, uh, yes, of course it does, Mark. Do they? Yes. Well, they don't have signal lights and stuff. They're not licensed. Yeah. I, right? A cart's not a, like a registered vehicle. Okay. Didn't some guy get a... a like a uh, impaired mowing his lawn one time? Or was he driving down Main Street in a lawnmower, maybe? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this text uh, comes in out of Edmonton. We'll go back to our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Last year at this time, Yamamoto was considered a possibility to make the lineup. This year, no mention of him. What's the deal? I would say he's a long shot to make it. Uh, I mean, last year at this time, we were looking at the potential of Ratty, Polyarvi, and Yamamoto. I don't see that in a Ken Holland world, but I'm going to give you the name, Mark, of a guy who I think, of all of the guys that spent the majority of last year in Bakersfield, Yes, has the best chance to make the team. Who? Tyler Benson. Of the wingers. Oh, of for the, sure. Of, of the forwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, like with Marodi, uh, you know, he's got to have a good, he's got to improve his quickness. Yamamoto's got to be healthy, he didn't play enough. But you know what? Benson did already get, like, you have a point per game for basically the entire year. Uh, 1st year Right. And massive steps forward uh, because he finally got healthy. He did not miss a session on ice last year. There you go. And improved. They always knew he was smart enough to make plays. He's a terrific passer. Uh, He got healthy. He's going to continue to work on his skating mm-hmm. he to me has oh the, he's the, the forward that has the best chance he's no, got no, no. the forward that's oh, so we no both well that makes uh, the crappy radio
1: Yamamoto only played he played 17 games in edmonton last year and then 27 in the minors so to me i mean he didn't play a half season really yeah uh he will be he he's needs coming to, off for a surgery yeah no and and he was hurt not just once but a couple times down there i think you know he needs to figure out the game he needs to I think when you're his size, you need to figure out how to play the game so that you don't get hurt all the time too. If you're in, you remember when Tater Hall started out, Bob. Remember how he used to get absolutely pasted like every third game. Yeah. And then remember how he finally figured out. Wait a second, I can't survive doing this. And then this. people say, well, you know, he got smarter. Right? He and they'll say he, he, didn't, he
0: only played like 33 games last year. And my response last well, was, he had a different. It was it, we don't know what the injury was. You don't know how it was handled. Yeah.
1: So there's a no, lot. no, but I'm, I'm talking about those hits where you It was like Charlie Brown, the pitcher's mound. It was a yard sale. And you could see that Tater Hall decided, okay, I can't play this way, change it. I'm not sure that that Yamamoto gets hit that way, but he did get abused in his first year pro ball. And he's a small guy, and he's got to figure out how to play the game and get closer to 82 than, than 27. So here's the, uh, the Haas
0: has texted the show to say, car, boat, mower, golf cart, all illegal to drive impaired. And that's one text. And then a different text out of Edmonton says, no, it's on private property, so you can drive it all you want.
1: This is not us condoning, by the way. No, no, we're just... Impaired driving. That's not what we're getting at. We're just asking for a clarification. Yeah.
0: There we go. Uh, A lot of people are just saying with... Do you guys think something personal happened with Jesse? Does Connor like him? Or is it just hockey? Uh, it was if it was just hockey, would he likely stay in Edmonton from Craig? I don't know I'm not in the room. I do know that there's been times when Poliarve's had limited windows to play with certain top end guys. sometimes
1: he's been on the wrong side of the ice and you know what well, one of his issues is yeah he's he's not a heady hockey player at yet. this at yet has not figured out how to play in which does, hockey.
0: does not mean that it won't change in
1: but time nhl players particularly good ones and i know this this isn't just pull and the oilers it's on every team the good players aren't babysitters right the good players are out there to produce numbers and to fulfill what they're getting paid to do they're not out there to carry around a guy that's not in the right place a guy that doesn't know where to be a guy that's not ready for prime time there's other places for that player to play.
0: Dan and Okotoks, if you want your text consistently read on the show, you can't start them as follows. Speck is right. Huh. I used to think Hall was the kid from the Mighty Ducks movie that couldn't stop from Dan and Okotoks. <laughs> the fact that you referenced that movie, to me, says it all, Dan. <laughs> that and the fact that you said Speck is right. Fear the Finn, were you not listening to the show an hour ago? Come on, are you dipping in and out? Hey, Bob, how about the work of Doug Wilson? Signs a 17-goal, 56-point guy for a million-dollar uh, contract. From Fear of the Fit. Yeah. yeah, great contract. We, we mentioned that. We already mentioned it, and already, there you go, for what it's worth. Again, you can text us at 630, 630. Tweet us at letters now. By the way, thanks for staying. Here's what we're going to do, is every second week, you're going to drive in from the lake is that what's going to happen? The whole hour and a half here. Wow, that's yeah. I feel privileged. No problem. E- even when it's you pleasure. move, even when you move that mic away from your mouth, there. Yeah, there you go. But you pleasure. didn't, you didn't like how it was sitting for
1: your. Yeah, no, uh, not quite right. Yeah, it's, don't you hate that? <laughs> yes, and then, uh, well, I mean, it's not a lot going on at the lake other than pumping water. <laughs> right now, the weather's not great. Yeah, I must say. Yeah. Twelve degrees coming in today. Yeah. Have we had any sunshine at all over the any last summer? Yeah, when does You know what? It's just a good thing our winters are so warm, Bob. Yeah. Other than that, if we didn't have such hot winters here, I'd be upset See, about it. See, this how is where a guy raining. would insert a global
0: warming jo- joke. No but, jokes about global warming. But you can't no. because you get all the way lefties. No, that, they, they, that, get, that, they get all upset and want to hunt you down and bombard like, you with tweets and how dare you say this about this, you uneducated idiot, and well, more. Don't you know, be a climate denier, Bob. It's a, not a good way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's... <laughs> what global warming? Look at the weather the last three know, weeks, right? Yes. Yes.
1: Climate change, I think, is what we're seeing. Yeah. I Listen, maybe it's just a bad spring. It's been a bad spring. It's been a bad spring, man. So... Yeah. Such is life. These things happen. 143 in Edmonton.
0: We'll take a time out. Come back with more in orders now after this.
1: Subscribe to the Oilers Now Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad.
0: 50 years, Edmonton owned and operated Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Do you know what? Spec, yeah. I've, ha- I've had Royal Pizza as an advertiser. For how long? Uh, since 1998. Really? So what's that? 21 years now. It's pretty good. Royal Pizza. Edmonton owned and operated. For menu and locations, visit RoyalPizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Everything is real at Royal. It's none of that synthetic crap. It's old school, big boy pizza. So we
1: can blame that body on Royal Pizza? Is that what you're is saying?
0: That, I, I knew you were going to go down that path. <laughs>
1: Still throw you around for fun. Talk about making a mark in this town, Royal Pizza, all these years. Hey, make a great pizza. W- when
0: we met, I was only 216 pounds. <laughs> Could never get under 215. Oh, that was the standing joke in media hockey for yeah, how long? It's
1: a like, $20 bet for about five years running. Yeah, well, don't worry. Uh, you know you, what? You
0: got more than a few 20s from me over the yeah. years. <laughs> in more ways than one.
1: All helped, right, helped you
0: out. Helped you out along the way. Uh, this text comes in. Hey guys, has Connor McDavid started skating yet? Spec,
1: what do you got? Yeah, there was viz of him skating the other day. I viz. saw on Twitter, visual pictures and video. Uh, you know, and that's a, a very good question because we all saw him the last time he skated, and they were carrying him off that ice at Calgary, and that was a real scary scene. And uh, they said, the order said, no surgery. He's gonna skate plenty this summer and he's gonna be absolutely hundred percent for camp. That's what they said. Right. But teams always say that. And so it was very heartening to see that he is back now, beginning his skating. It's July, what is it today, the tenth? Yeah. So that's lots of time, folks. You could can- You know, Mark People Chill. often don't look for when they when
0: they put out in situations like that. They they often don't look for the negative. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like when Edmonton drafted Alex Plant, nobody said has the foot speed of Jim Weimer. They said, <laughs> the Weimer. <laughs> <laughs> shoe bottom, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like there might have been a guy that wrote that oh, in the Edmonton goodness. Sun when he had a column. Right? Yeah. In, the Oilers just drafted a guy fifteenth overall that had Ooh, the foot speed of Jim a Weimer. Tough draft. Well, I, you know, and they drafted Riley Nash. He never played a game for them.
1: Yeah, he did play some games. Eventually, he's yeah. playing some. Games. He had a tough year this year, actually, in Carolina. You know what? I'll give Ryan Nash credit. Was, it was Carolina? He, he was a bad first round pick for the Oilers, yeah, Columbus. and he's bounced around, and he's kept his career going, and he's got some NHL games in. And you know what? He a had lot a of kids. real
0: good year going in Boston, and yeah. he got concussed, and it was right. one of those ugly ones yeah. where. And I don't because when we saw him in, in uh, Columbus this year. Like he scored like one or two goals
1: all year, and he was he's supposed to be. A, he's he, he's in the NHL. Yeah, give him credit. He all did these not years, like no. And he's had a lot of bad press and a lot you know, it's tough being the failed first rounder, right? Yeah. When you're that guy in the hockey community, everyone goes, Oh, I remember that guy, he was a first round. He was a first round pick. Who'd have picked that guy in the first round? It's not easy. Well what does Burke what Nash? does Brian Burke say all the
0: time about Arby We all had him there in oh, yeah. that draft year. Everybody would in
1: in the talk. Again, two years ago he was oh, on the front five, page six. of Future Watch for sure. Right. So it's not easy being that guy, give Riley Nash credit for toughing it out and keeping his career going.
0: Uh, this text comes in out of Beachy, Saskatchewan, or as it's often referred to uh, when people have fun, Beachy Saskatchewan. Uh, love the show. In your opinion, Bob and Mark, what are the chances that the owners can sign Ryan Zingle on a one or two-year deal? Uh, I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it once. I'll say it a hundred times. Like I think Zingle misread the. The uh, Zingle misread the landscape here. He turned that deal down with Ottawa. He got scratched in the playoffs for Columbus. I think people think he's a guy that puts up numbers on bad teams.
1: Well, could be. Now. But there's a guy that could, you know, he's better than a few of the wingers the Oilers are going to war with next year. There's no question he could make the Oilers. Uh, The question is, where does his price tag lie at this point in free agency, Bob? Yeah. You know, the, the, this free agency every year is a game of musical chairs. We all know that. There's only so much money. The first guys go. The, the later guys get desperate. But this year, with the cap being shorter than it was, that though we thought it would be, it's a tougher game of musical chairs this year than ever before. All right. This text comes in, says, geez whiz, uh, quit blaming the
0: orders about Paul Yarby. Player and the agent, say the texter, Need to grow up and take responsibility. Good riddance. You're only as good as your last shift. This text comes in out of St. Paul. Just because someone believes in science, it doesn't make them a far-left nut. And you wonder why people get defensive. (laughs) Uh, Did you not... I don't think you picked. I don't pa- think you called him a far left nut. I, I think we were having fun with that very oh, topic yeah. and the fact that people uh, freak out over it. Uh, this text comes in. Should the, on our Heartland Ford text line, Heartland Ford out of Fort Saskatchewan, should the salary cap be different for the clubs who have tax free status in their states? And even at that, are those clubs that uh, that take equalization payments? I think they have to change how they're doing this, you know. Back when the Canadian Assistance Program was in place, yes, three million dollars per year for Calgary, Edmonton, and Ottawa for four years. Okay, okay. Those organizations. Do you? What do you think the chances are that Jeremy Jacobs, who basically ran the league back then, mm-hmm. looked at some of those owners and said, "Don't you dare outbid us on a free agent?" Well, sure. We know that's happened. Do you know, like, and what's happened here. Is after the old 405 lockout, Canadian economy got better for a while. Yes. Okay. And hockey after the lockout meant a lot more to Canadians than it did to Americans. Yeah. And so now we've got several American franchises, like the Arizona Coyotes, 20 to 25 million for how many years in a row here? Yeah. In equal- and Edmonton has been a revenue contributor for years. I mean, the Leafs, not, you know, the Leafs, Montreal, even with their challenge tax situation, the Leafs, Montreal, the Rangers, slam dunk those three. Chicago. Now they weren't yeah. initially. Probably Philly. You know Philly, money. but Edmonton is sort of in that. Oh, Edmonton's sixth.
1: Right. with Edmonton's arena. They're yeah.
0: right in there the, with the top right earning teams in the league for sure. No one, I think, saw that when the 0405 lockout was
1: being debated. Twenty to twenty. Like I think a lot. Though I think a lot of revenue sharing though is is pushed by the players' association because it gives without revenue sharing there's a bunch of teams in the league that can't spend so that are at the floor well florida right so florida spending which is good for the pa so it's all part of the that, negotiation that's ma- out there
0: let's face it the carolina hurricanes were able to match the 21 million over yeah right partially because they get 20 million dollars sure, in right that's fair
1: right and that's a low number for AHO anyway like that's a. You know, uh, but not the twenty one uh, million in the bonuses over the course, over course. the thirteen months. Yeah, I agreed with Brian Lawton on your show, was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, who said that, that he didn't think that Montreal was really that aggressive. They yeah. should have been more. What Where do you think of what do you think of Bro sorry Bob to interrupt you? What do you think of Broberg ending up in uh choosing to play in Sheleftia rather than uh, for Steve Steyos in Hamilton? I'm fine with it. He's playing with men, but he's gotta play. He's gotta play. That's the, That's the whole thing. He's got to play and play in the right situations. I talked to Steve Stales at the draft. I ran into him, and he said flat out, he said, he'd be our number one defenseman. Yeah. So he'd be in the OHL playing the primest of prime minutes. So let's say he's on the second pairing playing against men. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Let's say he's getting some power play time. That's okay. He's probably not going to be the quarterback there that he would be no. in Hamilton, but he's in a better, way better league. For our fans out in Sherwood Park, let's
0: get to this day in Oilers history. Here's Brendan Escott. Were you talking over there? We catch you off guard. (laughs) With with zero warning. Okay, yeah, back in 2010, Bob, actually, the Oilers signed 28-year-old Sherwood Park product Ben Andres to a one-year deal. He was, at the time, the captain of the Toronto Marlies, but never actually cracked the Oilers roster. He put up just 22 points in 80 games for Oklahoma City and then bailed for the DEL. They had a run on Toronto Marlies there for a while. Didn't they bring in Will Acton from the Toronto Marlies as well, I think, at one point? Keith Acton's son. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah, he played. In ben Andres a did. I could have sworn. Somebody could correct me if I'm wrong here. I thought Ben Andres had two fights in one game against the Oilers. I thought he fought Strudwick and Stortini in the same game and got just absolutely. Was he? He went to the DEL. What's that? Germany. Germany. Yeah. He and and in fairness, Ben was like six foot one and two. Great guy. Great guy. Don't know him. Never yeah, met. Him. Good guy. But 6'1", 205, Like he was punching above his weight class against those mm-hmm. boys. Uh, Mark,
1: you uh, gonna watch the Eskimo game Thursday night? Oh, absolutely. You still watch the CFL every chance I get. There you go. I'm a big CFL fan. I'm a little worried, Bob. I didn't like the crowds I saw on last uh, weekend. Nobody cares in Ontario anymore. It's still it's still relevant
0: out it's West. It's pretty tough in Toronto. It, it's relevant out West. What do we got? Uh, what does the mega-talented Reed Wilkins have tonight at Inside Sports? He has uh, former Blue Jays catcher Greg Zahn. Uh, they're taping with Mike Riley as well before their game, uh, the BC Lions that is uh, hosting the Eskimos on Thursday night. And then Mike Bateman from the uh, 1932 by Bateman Open as well. All right. Uh, again, like to thank Horse Racing Alberta. Reminder: Live racing s- Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sunday days. Thursday nights, Saturday and Sunday days out at Century Mile uh, for uh, sponsoring the Spectre and Stoffer segment here. Uh, five plus years. Um, we will tell you tomorrow for our friends at Touchback Safety the first installment of the Legends of the Game series. Stanley Cup champion, Jack Adams award winner, third all-time NHL leader in coaching wins, Ken Hitchcock, mostly about his not so much about the Oilers, but mostly about his career and how he got there and the journey that he took as we open up our Legends of the Game series. Off to a global news weather tra- traffic update with Kerry McCarthy. Mark Spector despises the sun. So that's why we're leaving with it. We'll have a global news weather traffic update with Carrie McCarthy, followed by the 630 Chet Afternoon News with guest hosts Brad Whisker and Morgan Black. So long, everybody, You're who I am.
1: Secret, secret. I've got a secret machine on my-